Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition educator and counselor, and I am really pleased to say I made it through Halloween and Thanksgiving without getting a cold, the flu, or even a sinus infection. Woohoo! That was one of my goals for the fall. But boy, Brenna, you and I know so many clients and friends who've been sick this fall with some virus that lasts for a month or two. Oh my gosh, yeah. People in the office, yes. clients coming in, yeah. Coughing and coughing. Mm-hmm. So today... We want to share our immune-boosting strategies so you can get through the month of December virus-free. So I've got to ask you, did a virus catch you this fall? Well, as you heard, my friend and colleague, the researcher, <laughs> licensed and registered dietitian, Brenna Thompson, is joining us today. Brenna, I know what works for me, but why don't you tell us about the research? What does it say? Well, there is a lot of research about colds and flus, actually. I ran across an article that describes how some people prepare for a cold and flu season. Now, it's not exactly how Kate prepares or maybe even how I prepare for it, Mm -hmm. but it's how a great number of people prepare for the cold and flu season. Now, you may have noticed when you were out shopping recently that everybody had a cart full of orange juice. Oh, yeah. Tissues, cough drops cold and allergy tablets, hand sanitizers, and cough syrup. Well, this is how they are preparing to get sick. Oh. So, in fact, an article in the Wall Street Journal pointed out that the cold and flu season has become a big moneymaker. So here's an example. Back in 2012, Clorox distributed 30,000 extra cases. Yes, you heard me right. 30,000 extra cases of disinfecting wipes to six states that had been hit by the flu. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we at Nutritional Weight and Wellness take a slightly different approach to avoiding those colds and flus. We're not preparing ourselves to get sick, but rather we're preparing our immune systems to stay well. So with this stay well message, we always start with food. So I think we need to really look at how much sugar is safe for us to eat. You know, the American Heart Association recommends no more than six teaspoons of sugar per day. But let me tell you, even dietitians and nutritionists can sometimes be tricked into eating more sugar than they had intended. In fact, just a couple of days ago when I I was shopping, I had forgotten my water bottle at home. So I thought, well, I'll just pick up some uh, iced green tea. Sounds kind of refreshing and I needed something to drink. Um, so I bought the iced tea, opened it, took a sip, and whoa, I thought to myself, what <laughs> is in this tea? It tastes so sweet. What's going on? Well, I had forgotten to look at the label. So I looked at the label and found this particular gr- iced green tea had 46 grams of carbs in it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, I know the math, but I'm going to share it with you listeners right now. When you consume four grams of carbs, it turns into one teaspoon of sugar in your body. Well, this means that the 46 grams of carbs in my iced green tea equals a whopping 11 and a half teaspoons of sugar. And really, all I wanted was a bottle of plain iced green tea, not a bottle full of sugar. 
So sometimes food manufacturers may be tricking you into eating or drinking more sugar than you want or more sugar than is good for your immune system. So are you asking yourself, why is sugar so bad for my immune system? Brenna's going to know, and she's going to tell us the research on that. Well, I'm not sure if you realize that simple sugars, including table sugar, agave syrup, high fructose corn syrup, honey, and yes, even maple syrup, Mm -hmm. can cause a 40 to 50% drop in your white blood cells' ability to kill germs. So when you eat those cookies or that, you know, if you get tricked into drinking some sweet tea. Yeah. Or, you know, even I, I like to occasionally get a latte. Yep. And I usually do a coconut milk latte from one of the big coffee stores. Yes. (laughs) Um, And I know that there's a little bit of sugar in there. I don't have them add the, you know, like the the pump sweetener sweetener. flavor stuff, but I know the coconut milk has a little sugar. And one day I kind of thought, well, I wonder like what this does to my blood sugar when I drink it. You measured it? I measured it. And so I actually, you know, typically you're under 100 before you eat something. And I have a little glucometer. I just keep it around to um, demonstrate to clients different things. Um, But so I drank my latte. We were out shopping, got home. It had been about an hour. um, Not quite. I think it had been about 45 minutes and tested my blood sugar. And I was up to 119. Wow. And, you know, there's not even that much sugar in there. Uh It's like maybe a couple teaspoons. So I was even shocked to see that my blood sugars had gone that high. Definitely. Just from how that's how tricky it is. Yeah. So imagine if I had gotten a latte full of the pump, the pump stuff. You would have had many, many teaspoons of sugar, many teaspoons of sugar. Blood sugar would have been up higher and higher, higher and higher. And my immune cells ability to kill those germs would have been super suppressed. Yeah, because that immune suppressing effect of the sugar starts within 30 minutes after eating or drinking a product containing sugar. So this immune suppression can last for up to five hours. Well, think about that. Yeah, think Mm -hmm. about that. For up to five hours after eating sugar, your immune function is reduced by about 50 percent. Wow. So think about this. Maybe your grandchild comes to your house from daycare with a runny nose. Has that happened to you, Kate? Quite a few times. But this part didn't happen. And you just ate a large oatmeal raisin cookie with your afternoon coffee. Now, you might be at risk for catching the virus from your grandchild because that large oatmeal raisin cookie contains anywhere from five to 16 teaspoons of sugar. It just depends on the size and the ingredients that are in that cookie. Eating that oatmeal raisin cookie will no doubt compromise your immune system. That's what Brenna's talking about. This sugar, it kind of paralyzes our immune system. So your grandchild's runny nose could very likely become a cold for you. So when your grandchild's runny nose turns into a cold for you, you've got to ask yourself, was it really worth engaging in that risky behavior of eating that large oatmeal raisin cookie with all that sugar that suppresses my immune system? And there might be people out there saying, yes, (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe risky Risky behavior. Sugar is a risky behavior. But there might be other people who are thinking, oh, you know, I do eat a lot of cookies or I do eat, you know, an afternoon muffin or treat. Or or you might have a, you know, a glass of juice or something. That's just pure sugar. It's just pure sugar. And maybe this is getting you to kind of think. Oh, is Where this is why the... I get 
you know, all of these colds. Mm -hmm. So one of my top recommendations to avoid colds and flus this winter is to limit your consumption of sugar and processed carbs. Now, we know that this can be hard, but I know for myself, I really do try to stay below that six teaspoons of added sugar. And people might be going, well, gosh, six teaspoons, like, is that a lot? Is it not a lot? Maybe tablespoons Mm -hmm. makes more sense to you Mm -hmm. because six teaspoons is the same as two tablespoons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what the American Heart Association recommends is no more than six teaspoons of added sugar a day. And that might sound like a difficult task because it does mean cutting out nearly all of the processed foods because even savory processed foods like um, I'm thinking breads, uh uh um, bagels, those turn into sugar. They turn into sugar. And a lot of times they have sugar added to them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, many of you might be thinking, how do you do that? Now, during this cold and flu season and the holiday season, I do try to practice what I preach, which means I eat six times a day. And I start my day off with a really good lumberjack style breakfast yep. of a couple of eggs cooked in butter because butter makes it better. Yeah. And then I might have <laughs> some sausage or maybe I've got like leftover taco meat or mm-hmm. leftover shredded chicken to go with it. I'll saute a bunch of kale or spinach and some mm-hmm. more butter. Mm-hmm. And then because, you know, if you were eating at my house, there's always hot sauce. Oh, you know, then I got to douse everything in hot sauce um, and, you know, maybe a little extra butter. And then, of course, my cup of coffee with some heavy cream in it. Uh So there's very little sugar and I don't hear any processed foods in that breakfast. No, nope. So that's the breakfast that really starts my day. Now, listeners, you might not know this about me, but I grew up on sugar (laughs) and I didn't make these changes overnight. But when I grew up, I was eating cereal and bagels, and my favorite, toaster strudels. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah you know no. the ones where you yeah. put them in the toaster and you get the, like, the <laughs> glaze that you put top. on? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Um, so I have to tell you, though, when I eat real food breakfasts, like the one I just described, I don't crave sugar. I don't feel tired. I don't get crabby, which my husband appreciates. Oh, yes. And I don't get sick. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, Brenna, I think it's time for our first break. I think so, too. So uh, I just want to remind you, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. So some of you might need some help getting through the holidays. We've received a lot of requests for this kind of support, nutritional support during the holidays. So we created a class and decided to offer, and the class is called Holiday Habits, Habits, Habits. And we have some space in our Monday night, that's this December 4th, Monday, uh, that class that is at our Maple Grove office. Uh, Maybe those traditional Christmas cookie exchanges that pull you off track. So what could you do? Some suggestions are, well, maybe instead you make roasted nuts this year. Or maybe you volunteer at a food bank. Or go cross-country skiing with friends, assuming we have snow. (laughs) So come join us and let's talk and we'll give you lots of ideas of how to get through the holiday season. You can call our office at 651-699-3438 to sign up. It probably will be the best $25 you spend this whole holiday season. We'll be right back. Back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Last week at a national nutrition conference, many of our nutritionists and dietitians learned that most of us are deficient in vitamin A. 
When you have a low vitamin A level, you have a lower immune function. The conference presenter recommended eating liver to increase your vitamin A level. Hmm. Liver. Delicious. <laughs> well, you and I love it. Yes, but... we do. <laughs> but we understand there aren't many other people out there willing to eat liver frequently enough to make okay, a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another idea. Maybe you take cod liver oil. Cod liver oil is a wonderful source of vitamin A and just one to two teaspoons per day will help support your immune function to fight off those colds and flus. Or if you happen to have one of the co-ops near you here in the Twin Cities, you can get really, really good Braunschweiger. Ah, liverwurst. Liverwurst, yes, which is something my grandma used to feed me every Monday. Loved it. When she would take care of me when I was a little kid. Yes. You know, if you've got questions for us today, you can call us at 651-641-1071. And before we went to break, Brenna, you were talking about one way to help boost your immune system is to really watch the amount of sugar that you're eating. Yes. Limit it. Um, So that's number one. But number two is... Eat butter. Eat butter. (laughs) Brenna and I both know that real butter, especially the butter from grass-fed cows, supports our immune function. But why is butter so good for the immune function? Well, let me me, uh, backtrack a little bit here. Uh, A few Saturdays ago at the menopause seminar that I was teaching, I told the women that I sometimes eat chunks of butter right off the knife. When I'm feeling stressed or when I sense I'm coming down with a virus or I've got low blood sugar. And I want to make it really clear. I want to make sure everybody understands that cholesterol, I mean, butter does not raise your cholesterol, nor does it make you gain weight. The culprits that help that that create that high cholesterol Mm -hmm. or weight gain, those are things like sugar. And those bad fats like corn oil and cottonseed oil that are found in so many commercially baked items like muffins and stuff. Those are the things that are going to raise your cholesterol and can make you gain weight. So, Brenna, tell us how butter actually supports our immune system. Well, author Sally Fallon Morell said in her book, Nourishing Fats, no one has studied butter as much as Dr. Weston A. Price, which is probably very true. true. Yeah. But, and especially butter from grass-fed cows. He found that that was very high in vitamin A and vitamin K. Hmm. And we know that vitamin A and vitamin K support the immune function by helping us utilize all of the minerals that we consume, which in turn helps our brain function better and our immune system stay strong. They also are really important for our bone health. Yep, absolutely. So when we eat butter, especially that butter from grass-fed cows... We stay well, both mentally and physically. And as long as we are talking about butter, I'd like to throw in a little science, just a little bit more. So butter is described as the perfect fat for our cells. And I always love talking to clients about this. Yes. Because butter is composed of about 50% of that saturated, that solid saturated fat. Yep. But then another 30% of the fat that makes up butter is monounsaturated fats. And that's the fat that we usually think of when we think of like olive oil or avocados. Yep. And then about another 13% or so is something called short and medium chain fatty acids. And these types of fats, these MCTs, have been found to increase people's metabolism. So the body uses those short and medium chain fatty acids from butter 
You can also get it from coconut oil, which you hear mm-hmm. us talk about all the time as well. Yeah. We use those MCTs for energy, and we don't really store them as body fat. So despite what everybody says, butter is actually great for weight loss. Because those medium and short chains are going to boost that metabolism. That's right. So are you thinking to yourself, did that dietician (laughs) just say that eating butter would help me lose weight? Well, I did. And you can. Yep. yep, So go put that butter on your broccoli and lose weight. Yeah. It's these uh, short and medium chain fatty acids in butter that also support the immune system. They're ideal for fighting cancer. You know, many of our dedicated listeners probably remember that I had breast cancer some 20 years ago. I make it a point to eat enough butter to support my immune system. In fact, a friend of mine who also had breast cancer said, how else can I get butter in? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just be like Kate and eat eat it it off off the the spoon. spoon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So butter provides another type of immune support. The saturated fatty acids in butter also have antimicrobial properties that kill Mm. off pathogens like viruses, bacteria, and fungus in our intestinal tract. Now, we could go on and on and on about how butter supports your immune system because, well, butter is just highly protective against disease. Disease. It is. Boy, because I like butter so much and I believe eating it has really helped keep me cancer free for over 20 years. I want to share a little more information on butter. Butter also can be a great source of vitamin D. Now, butter from grass-fed cows can be a great source of vitamin D. But, you know, if the cow has been kept inside with little or no sunlight, then the amount of vitamin D will be less, of course. And we've mentioned on numerous Dishing Up Nutrition shows that vitamin D supports your immune function and a low vitamin D level will compromise your immune function. So, have you had your vitamin D levels checked? Yeah. Where do you want them? Uh, You really want them to be between 50 to 80. Okay. But a lot of labs, a lot of doctors will say that 30 is fine. Yes. So always ask your doctor's office for the exact number. Yeah, don't let them just go, oh, you're normal. It was it was fine. It was normal. No, no, no. You want to know and then bring it to your nutritionist and then we can help you figure out how much vitamin D you might need. Right. Most and, of us do need vitamin D every single day. Well, especially if you live here in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. And it's cold and a lot of people just work inside even during the summer and we just don't. Never see the sun. We never see the sun. Yep. So as you have just heard, butter supports your immune system in numerous ways. So to avoid colds and flus this winter, we highly recommend that you eat butter. Ah. So saute your spinach in butter, put some butter on your sweet potatoes, eat it off the knife for a spoon like Kate. And what's really funny is I like hadn't even thought about this the other day. And for some reason, I was standing in the kitchen and I was just like, I'm still kind of like hungry. hungry or like I'm just not feeling satisfied. I was like... It's a butter. Yep. I just did the what I do. Little butter knife and yep. took it and I was like, "Oh, I feel so much better." I know. You're you're suddenly satisfied. Yes. You know, and and you talked about coconut oil earlier. Mm-hmm. Coconut oil is also great for our immune system in a in a sense it doesn't boost our immune system so much as protect us. Yes. Yep, that coconut oil has again, it has the medium chain triglycerides in it to help support your metabolism. Yep. But it also has another fat in there uh, called caprylic acid. And that caprylic acid really helps 
um, you know, I say it kind of like surrounds the bacteria or the viruses and then it just like kills them off and yeah, then you poop them exactly. out. <laughs> there you go. So uh, in addition to limiting your sugar consumption and eating butter or coconut oil, there are other lifestyle habits that you can follow to have a better immune function. Top on the list, at least in my list, is getting adequate sleep so that you can avoid those colds and flus this winter. And that means eight to nine hours most nights. And that might be a stretch for some. That is probably a big stretch for some. But boy, you're going to feel a whole lot better and your immune system is going to work really well. So, Brenna, let's take a few minutes here and do our sleep and health inventory with our listeners. Well, I think we should probably do that when we get back from break. Okay. And we do, I believe we have a caller on the line. So if they just want to hold tight and we'll grab them when we come back from break. That would be great. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Some of you are listening to our live show today, but many of you listen later to our podcasts. And because of our passion to educate people about the health benefits of eating real food in balance, we spend hours, 12, 15, and in my case, it would be more like 30 hours each (laughs) week researching and putting together this weekly show. We'd like to... you, you. to let us know if we're hitting the mark. So please go to iTunes and write a review. Why do we want these reviews? Because the more people who read the reviews, the more people we can influence and help to rid their diets of the processed foods. There are countless numbers of people who are unaware of the power of real food. And our goal is to make a difference by reaching people and teaching people the power of eating real food via our podcasts. So reviews are greatly appreciated. Just go to iTunes and write us up. We'll be right back. There are some things we wish for you to do what everyone else can do. Hop in your car, go to work, slip right into a movie seat. Now there's a perk. Buy cute jeans right off the rack. Dance at the next wedding to love Shaq. Play tag with your kids and hear them say, that was the most awesomest day. Walk your dog, jog, or both, just because you can. Comfortably fly coach all the way to Japan. Be there on graduation day, especially if it's yours and you got your MBA. Meet your greatest love and ride off into the sun. This is your life. Go live it. You've only got one. If you think you've tried everything to lose the weight that's keeping you from your best life, think again. Learn the new science of weight loss in the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, on-site or online. You can do this. We'll help you. You're not alone. This is a promise, not just a poem. Join us at weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If your child is exposed to colds and flus at daycare or school, sometimes their immune system needs a little boost to get through their symptoms. I recommend a product called Immumax, which is a children's formula that contains echinacea and propolis extracts in a pleasant tasting liquid. It is actually really pretty delicious. Um, So this product is safe for children and contains no harmful additives or chemicals. Clients tell us all the time just how effective it is. So if you want to order the Immumax online, because maybe you don't live in the Twin Cities, uh, just go to our website, weightandwellness.com, click on the NutriKey products, and then just follow the prompts that then lead you to click on the um, immune support on the left-hand side, 
And just go down and click on the little picture of the Immumax for a more in-depth description of it. And then you can just that order. That is a great one to yes. have around for kids. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we were going to have a couple callers when we came back, but they were feeling shy this morning and didn't want to stay on the line. But caller number one uh, was curious to know how I test my blood sugar yeah. at home. Um, I don't have diabetes, and they apparently don't either. But I just went on to Amazon.com, and I just ordered a glucometer that also came with, like, 50 or 100 test strips. Yeah. And um, it got shipped to my house two days later because I have Prime. um, Nice. Which is dangerous. Yeah. But then anytime I run out of strips, again, I just go on to Amazon. I find the ones that go with my meter and... Reorder. I just reorder them. And it's much, much less expensive than going to a drugstore and trying to do it from there. Good advice. Yes. Good advice. We also had another caller, Brenna, someone who sort of has a cold and a runny nose. Yeah, something so, like that. Yep. Um, you know, when we're dealing with this, I mean, first of all, we have to really look at diet. What right. are you eating? And look at the amount of sugar that's in there. And mm-hmm. you remember Brenna talked about her lumberjack style breakfast. Lots of eggs, <laughs> meat. What, yep. And some spinach, maybe sauteed yeah. in butter. That's what you start with. Okay, and then eat periodically, you know, six Mm -hmm. times a day to get that immune system working. Yeah. Having protein, fat and a carb. But there are a few other things that Brenna and I were thinking about that we often use. Mm -hmm. Our diets are, as you probably imagine, pretty good. Pretty good. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, One that I like a lot is something called virusid. And I use this the minute I feel like I'm getting some kind of a virus or something just Mm -hmm. doesn't feel right. Um, There is a loading dose written on the package. I don't usually go that high. Just depends on what I'm feeling like. Yeah. Uh, But I might recommend that for clients who've waited a little bit too long and then the virus has started to set in. Um, Taking anywhere from three to six a day to begin with and then... Maybe mm-hmm. back off and go back to three a day. And then every once in a while, if I feel like I'm getting sick, I just pop one capsule. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know what's in Virusid. Off the top of your head? No. I don't, yeah. But I it's have... a bunch of herbs and probably some other... Um, a few vitamins. Vitamins yeah. and nutrients. So that's one that I like. You've got another one, though. Yeah, I really will recommend the uh, Biocidin spray. Mm-hmm. It's a throat spray that... I have a neighbor who gets chronic, uh, she has asthma, allergies, and then she's very susceptible to bronchitis. Yeah. And so she, for the past year, has been using the Biocidin spray anytime she feels something coming on. Mm -hmm. And that has really helped keep her much healthier Mm -hmm. than she Mm -hmm. has in the past. And I just feel like when you're spraying it into that area, it's kind of more localized into that upper respiratory. And it works immediately. Yeah. it works. feel relief. Really, really fast. Yeah. Um, Yeah. With the runny nose, we had kind of Two other thoughts here. Yes. Um, my favorite is spicy food. That's right. A lot of people love spicy foods to kind of knock those colds out. Yes. Anytime my husband feels like he's coming down with something or getting kind of clogged up, um, we just make, you know, really spicy like ground beef, beef. or ground turkey, mm-hmm. um, brown it up in the skillet with lots of coconut oil and lots of veggies in there. And then he just gets to put all the sriracha on it he wants. There you go. Yes. There you go. Another one is um, using a product that we have called Liquid Advantage, mm-hmm. which um, kills viruses, fungus, bacteria. Yeah. It's it's very strong. Uh, it's very bitter. Not, not for the faint of heart. Yeah. But <laughs> do not 
put it on your tongue as is. You've got to dilute it. Yeah. Um, and you could start with, you know, five, ten drops of that in water a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. Once you feel like you're getting a cold or a virus. Yeah. It's... Um, it's pretty potent stuff. It is. If you feel like you're getting a sore throat, put it in a glass of water, gargle with it, spit it out. It It's great. Yes, it is. And it's not expensive. It's no. a very inexpensive uh, supplement. So right. before we went to break, we were talking about sleep and the importance yes. of sleep for boosting your immune system. So we have this sleep and health inventory that we'd like to do with our listeners At our uh, Nutritional Weight and Wellness class on sleep, we go through 23 different sleep-related health concerns. Today, we're only going to cover about 10 of these. So grab a pen and pencil and, and or paper and jot down some of these questions because these are all related to a lack of sleep. The first one is, do you feel fatigued and sluggish all day? Because that could be just from a lack of sleep. Right. You know, that's actually really funny because so many clients will say, I'm so tired. Yeah. And then you ask. And then I'm like, well, how much sleep are you getting? Oh, five hours. Yeah. Well, Well, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Or question number two, do you have aches or pain in your joints and muscles? Yeah. That inflammation goes up with a lack of sleep. Mm -hmm. Or another one is, do you have a poor memory? Because that can also be from a lack of sleep. Do you have sugar or carb cravings? Ooh. Yeah, I know Kate and I, I think a lot of our nutritionists, you know, we always get a little ramped up before the radio show. Yes. And we're like, I never sleep well beforehand. Not at all. No, yeah. uh, we just get so excited to be yes. here. And <laughs> But then I think I do find that on those days, I'm like, oh, after the radio show, I should go get a goodie. I should go get I need. I deserve a treat. Right. That's not our normal. Not, no, no, it's not our no. normal. Or do you drink coffee all day long just to stay awake? Well, that might be because you're not sleeping enough. And then all that coffee could be making you not sleep. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Are you a person who gets frequent headaches? Ooh, thinking of your client who wakes up with a headache. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you are gaining weight. Tell us more. Yeah, well... Brenna, you and I know that uh, sleep is key to weight loss. Yes. We, we get many of our Nutrition for Weight Loss clients who come in and they've corrected their diet and they've eaten very well for six weeks, eight weeks. A year. But no weight loss. Mm-hmm. And they're very discouraged. Brenna and I then ask the next question. So tell me, how, are, how is your sleep? And they tend to roll their eyes and go, hmm, not so great. And... We find out later that they're sleeping four, five hours a night. Yeah. Or maybe they think their sleep is fine and they think they can run on five hours. Exactly. But and it's never going to work nope. for weight loss. No. So always you need good eight to nine hours. Yes. Or question number eight oh. here. Do you have a lot of anger or irritability? Oh, that mood part. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or feeling confused, just can't concentrate. Again, sleep can be the, the the reason for all of this. Or lack of sleep is what I mean. And of course, question number 10 here. Are you experiencing frequent colds and viruses? Are you sick all the time? Yeah. You got to get your sleep. Yes. That's when right. our immune system rebuilds itself. Exactly. So I, I've got a, uh, a little suggestion. If you're a person who 
has trouble getting to sleep, I suggest you put a five milligram sublingual melatonin tablet under your tongue. Sublingual, because it will be absorbed quickly, go right into your bloodstream. We find that most of our clients will fall asleep within about a half an hour of taking that sublingual melatonin. I just want to clarify that melatonin supplementation is safe, and it actually helps to detox the brain. That's an interesting kind of concept. Yeah. It's helping detox Detox your brain. brain. Cleaning it up there. Some of our clients are going to need only one to three milligrams of melatonin to fall asleep, whereas others might need 10 milligrams. So you're going to have to try different doses to determine what's best for you. And of course, it's always best to start with the smallest dose and then work up. And work up. And we sell in the nutritional weight and wellness offices and on our NutriKey.com page. Right. um, We have melatonin in one milligram and five milligram sublingual tablets. Yep. Yep. Um, And... I always tell people, if you're going to start something like that, start it on a Saturday Me too. or a Friday. Um, so you can see the effects. So you can see, you know, especially with melatonin, um, just to make sure it doesn't make you kind of groggy. Yes. The next exactly. day, in case exactly. you're just a very sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have trouble staying asleep through the night, we would also recommend starting out with about 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate before bed. Mm-hmm. Now, magnesium Mm -hmm. glycinate relaxes you and your muscles, so it can help with those leg twitches. Oh, it's fantastic. Or those charley horses. Mm -hmm. It also supports a good memory, good brain function, good blood sugar control, and good sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we find that a variety of other minerals may also be necessary for a good functioning immune system. However, you really have to start with sleep. sleep. Eight hours of sleep a night is key to keeping your immune system strong. So on that note, Brenna, we should take our third break here. Okay, let's do that. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about magnesium. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. If you are feeling the holiday stress, I recommend that you take the time to listen to Cassie and Cara next Saturday. They're going to talk about what you can eat to lower your stress levels. Remember, I eat butter to lower my stress, and my cholesterol numbers are all in the normal range. But to minimize stress, keep this in the forefront of your mind. Eating sugar equals stress. Eating real foods in balance equals calm but alert with a sense of well-being. So Pretty potent there. Yeah. Yes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. To all of our listeners, we want to let you know that today, December 2nd through tomorrow, Sunday, December 3rd, we are offering a special sale on all of our NutriKey supplements. Today, you can receive 15% off any purchase of our NutriKey supplements at any of our seven locations here in the Twin Cities, or you can order online today and tomorrow until midnight to receive that 15% off just the NutriKey products. Mm -hmm. So the ones with the blue label. So you also get free shipping, which is always nice. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And it's a great time to stock up on some of your favorites like Bifido Balance, Magnesium Glycinate, Omega-3s, even the Weight and Wellness uh, Nutri-Key Whey Protein Powder mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going to be 15% off. Yeah. And we had a client. No, I think it was um, Gwen who works the North, North Oaks, Oaks office. office. Um, last year, she gave vitamin D. 
bottles as a stocking stuffer. Great idea. And happened to mention it to a client who then thought about it and came back the next day. (laughs) And I think she stocked up on like bottles of zinc and vitamin D. And she is going to be using those as stocking stuffers this year. Perfect. To help keep her family all healthy. And I'd add one more to that stocking stuffer idea. Yes. The bifido. Ah, yes. Good suggestion. And we're going to talk about that one a little bit more here. Yeah. So before we went to break, we were talking about getting enough sleep, and we gave you a couple suggestions if you can't fall asleep, taking some melatonin, um, keeping yourself relaxed during sleep. Magnesium is a wonderful supplement to help you stay relaxed. But I find some of my clients will come in and say, that magnesium gave me diarrhea. And I have to ask them, well, show me what you're taking. Right. Because it's the form of the magnesium that they're taking that will usually cause the diarrhea. Typically, magnesium glycinate doesn't cause diarrhea. So many people, though, think it's the magnesium that's triggering all their problems when sometimes it's what they're eating. Yes, especially if they're chewing a lot of gum. Absolutely. Or breath mints. Yep. Those, the gum and the breath mints are full of sugar alcohols that can cause diarrhea. So the sugar alcohols, xylitol and mannitol, are well known for giving people digestive problems like gas and bloating as well as diarrhea. And Kate, we actually have a couple questions here. So let's see if we can get through them before we have to wrap up today. Good morning, Diane. You have a question for us? Hello, Diane. Oh, hi. Um, Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I'm a longtime listener and, and client of yours, and I love your show. Um, well, on one of your shows recently, um, I think it was Cara mentioned a product um, for allergies. Like if you're, um, I think allergies, like if you're sneezing a lot and scratchy um, throat. Yeah, I think yeah. she talked about the dehist. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was wondering about. And, and is that something that you sell? Oh, yes. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I go onto your website, um, where would I find it? If you are on, if you go to weightandwellness.com and you click on the products link, and then you can in the little search bar either search dehist or if you go under the little allergies um, tab, yep. it'll pop up. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. I and really appreciate your show, and I've learned so much from listening to your show and and um, being Great. a client of yours. And you guys oh. have really helped me with my health and and my family. So I awesome! Thank you. So That's, glad to hear it, Diane. That's why we do what we do. We love All it. All right, we have one other question. I think if we can get Luann. Yes. Hi, Luann. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to know how you spelled those products that you were talking about in the beginning to, or not in the beginning, a little while ago to, um, there, one was sounded like Virocid. And oh, Virocid. V-I-R-A-C-I-D. V as in boy? V, no, v as, as in, in Victor. Virus and Victor. Yeah. Okay, V-I-R-A? Yes. And then what? C-I-D. V I D C as in cat. C I D. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to hear the consonants. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. And the other one was bio. Biocidin bio. throat spray. Yeah. How do you spell that? B B-I- as in boy. Yes. I O. C as in cat. I D I N. Biocidin. 
All right. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. welcome. (laughs) You know, I wasn't a very good speller in school. (laughs) (laughs) You had a good look on your face, though. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, well, let's talk about bifido. Yeah. Um, You know, another recommendation, we briefly mentioned this one, is bifido balance. And the bifido bacteria that we use in this product is a really good probiotic. And research tells us that 70% of our immune cells are located in our intestinal tract. And probiotics have been shown to enhance immunity and calm down immune challenges, such as the common cold or other viral infections. And clinically, we have found that when clients take this probiotic, the bifidobacterium, two to three times a day, they have a much stronger resistance to colds and flu, as well as fewer other digestive problems. Absolutely. Uh, There's a lot of extensive research done on uh, bifidobacterium that we want to share. Research has found that about 10 days after a baby is born, more than 90% of the microflora in the baby's intestines, and these are the intestines of the breastfed babies, 90% of that microflora is bifidobacterium. This abundance of intestinal bifidobacterium is one of the reasons that babies are so resistant to infection. But they can only get it if mom has good bacteria to pass it on to the baby. Yep. And there's actual scientific evidence that demonstrates bifidobacterium supports the natural killer cells activity. We call those NK cells which in turn reduces the incidence of influenza and fever. So bottom line here, bifidobacteria supports your immune function. Absolutely. And, you know, as we get older or your child is no longer breastfed, then the level of bifidobacterium slowly decreases. So we believe it's always important to take bifidobacteria daily, especially to boost your immune system. And you can take a pill. Yep. You can oh, right. also take get, the powder. Take the powder because um, we do have a powdered form. So maybe you have a child that you want to give it to, or you mm-hmm. hate swallowing capsules. You could take it in the powdered form. You just mix it in a little water, drink and it before I, your meals. I find, you know, for people who really have a tough intestinal tract or needs a lot of correction, mm-hmm. taking that bifido and putting it in your water bottle and just yep. bathing yourself in it. Throughout the Throughout day. Throughout the day is yes. another great way of getting it in. Yeah. So, And you can also eat good bacteria yes. in the form of yogurt yep. or kefir, yep. uh, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut can be a good one. Yeah, especially if it's like the bubby sauerkraut where it hasn't been heated too high. So you find that in the refrigerated section of yes. your grocery store. Yep. yep. Um, people are really into drinking, what is it, kombucha, kombucha. these days. Um, but... Kate, it's been good to be on the show with you this morning, but let's just kind of recap here how to avoid the colds and the flu this winter. Uh Uh-huh. So number one, reduce your consumption of sugar and processed carbs because as Kate put it, sugar paralyzes your immune system. Yeah. Um, Another suggestion we had was eat butter, but avoid those refined oils like soybean oil, corn oil, and vegetable oil. Butter actually supports your immune system, energizing those immune cells. Number three, sleep at least seven and a half to eight hours most nights. If you can get to nine, awesome. Yeah. And if you can't, consider a consult so that we can help you with your insomnia. We have lots of different suggestions for that. Yes. Our fourth suggestion is to eat butter from grass-fed cows because it'll provide you with vitamin A and vitamin K. Or you could eat liver once a week. Or twice a week. Yep. Or some brown schweiger. Yes. 
or take cod liver oil daily. Yes. And maintain adequate vitamin D levels. So again, we want those levels to be between 50 to 80. And take the probiotic bifidobacteria seven several times a day. Seven. seven. That's a lot. Well, no. <laughs> no, nope, just several. Like two yeah, to three. Two to three. So there you have it. Six tips on how to avoid colds and flus this winter by supporting your immune function. Our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.